daughter of his soil. Right, Jordan, and Lenora Jordan. He come to give God praise to lift up his holy name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls unto him. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That soul to be saved.
So we are back again today for another segment. And today segment will be, well, I say the title will be God has two brides with each bride's existence indexed to two different covenants. And the law was given to enable God's earthly bride to access and remain in the promised land. So, as always, all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible. And it's a continuation from where I had stopped last week. So, brethren, since the law was given, among other things, to enable the children of Israel to access and remain in their promised land, as Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, Psalm 105, verse 8 to 11 states, but not to give anyone eternal life as can be verified by reading Galatians chapter 3, verse 21. Another covenant with appropriate capacity had to be introduced so as to enable its beneficiaries to obtain that eternal life, which God promised in John chapter 3 verse 16 so what was just said it doesn't need any additional explanation however for the sake of the salvation of my friends on the left and more so for the edification of the body of christ the following explanation is being done a little more advanced, right? So, now we consider the fact that God has two brides with each respective bride's existence indexed to two different covenants, the first and second respectively. Once those respective brides are identified in the Bible, the reason that I mentioned earlier and I gave the scriptures as Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, Psalms 105, verse 8 to 11, stands confirmed and needs no further verification. So to identify these respective rights, therefore, I ask that you consider carefully the following excerpts, three from the Old Testament and two from the New Testament. So the following references have relevance to God's Old Testament bride. This is taken from Isaiah chapter 54 from verses 4 to 8. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, 
and shall not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. For thy maker is thy husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. For the Lord had called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth, when thou was refused, saith thy God. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. So that was Isaiah chapter 54 from verses 4 to 8. Now, based on what was just read, I hereby invite you to consider the corresponding prophecy of prophet Hosea. So this following speaks directly to the issue being discussed. So it will be taken from Hosea chapter 5 from verses 14 to 15. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, and as a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear and go away. I will take away, and none shall rescue him. I will go and return to my place, till they acknowledge their offense, and seek my face. In their affliction they will seek me early. So that's Hosea chapter 5 from verses 14 to 15. Now to prove to you, brethren, that God has not abandoned Israel perpetually, nor has he replaced it by any other entity, as is taught by our friends on the left, the continuation of Hosea's prophecy surely confirms my just stated doctrinal position. So the following confirmation follows. Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. Come, and let us return unto the Lord. For he had torn, and he will heal us. He had smitten, and he will bind us up. Now, the prudent will doubtless ask, When would Israel return to the Lord and be healed and revived? And when would Israel live in God's sight? Now these answers follow. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. That's Hosea chapter 6 verse 2. Brethren, what was just read is very clear and describes God's dealing and plan for his earthly bride, the Israelites. For while Israel was temporarily abandoned by God, as can be gleaned from Hosea chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, we also notice that God shall heal and restore his earthly bride. In Isaiah chapter 54, verses 5 to 6, and in Hosea chapter 6, verse 2. Brethren, to reinforce the fact that God will restore his Old Testament bride, Israel, to its former status of bridehood, the following confirmation is accordingly advanced. Go and proclaim these words towards the north and say, 
return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Only acknowledge thy iniquity, that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God, and hast scattered thy ways to the strangers under every green tree, and ye have not obeyed my voice, saith the Lord. Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city, and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. And it shall come to pass, when ye be multiplied and increased in the land, in those days, saith the Lord, they shall say no more, the ark of the covenant of the Lord, neither shall it come to mind, neither shall they remember it, neither shall they visit it, neither shall that be done any more. At that time they shall call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered unto it, to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem, neither shall they walk any more after the imagination of their evil hearts. In those days the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north to the land that I have given for an inheritance unto your fathers. Surely as a wife treacherously departed from her husband, so have ye dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. Return, ye backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord, O God. That was taken from Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 12 to 18, verse 20 and verse 22. So what was just read, brethren? It must be clear to all who love the truth that God's Old Testament bride has not been permanently abandoned by him and that he will surely restore Israel to its former ancient homeland in Israel where he would restore his Old Testament bride as promised. So brethren, when Israel is fully restored by God, they shall no more worship God via the means of the Ark of the Covenant. If in doubt, just read Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 14 to 16, and focus on verse 16 in particular to confirm same. Now the question one would ask, why would it be so? Now, the answer is quite simple. Israel was married to God under the old covenant called the law. And the Ark of the Covenant was the focal point of worship then. So for confirmation, please read for yourselves Exodus chapter 25 verses 21 to 22. And be convinced that this was in fact so. Now, when Israel is fully restored in the future, a new covenant will dictate God's new relationship with his Old Testament bride. So this fact 
finds textual verification in Hebrews chapter 8, verses 7 to 9, verse 13, and Hebrews chapter 10, verses 5 to 9, and pay particular attention to verse 9. Now, concerning the fact that the New Testament church is God's New Testament bride and has held out to it an heavenly calling among other things. Now the following text I'm about to read surely confirms this fact. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who had built the house had more honor than the house. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. For we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. So that was taken from Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, verses 5 to 6, and verse 14. So as a consequence of our calling being an heavenly one, we are further told the following, which is relevant indeed to the covenant by which we are linked to God. So the scripture goes, for ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quick. So that is Hebrews chapter 12, verses 18 to 19, and verse 21. So what was just read in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 18 to 19, and verse 21, describes the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. And we are told that we are not to focus on CM today. Instead, we are directed to look to the following Mount, from which the covenant to which we are enjoined to God emanates. So the scripture to confirm that is, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. 
See that he refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. So that scripture was taken from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 to 25. So brethren, because the church is God's New Testament bride, unlike the children of Israel, whose calling was an early one, with their inheritance being the land of Palestine, God's New Testament bride was enjoined to God by a far better covenant than the law by which Israel was enjoined to him. So as I close, because of our heavenly calling and universal inheritance, God cut a new covenant with his New Testament bride by the shedding of the blood of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. So this fact finds textual ventilation in Matthew chapter 26, verse 28 mark chapter 14 verse 24 and luke chapter 22 verse 20 please read the scriptures on your own time and communion with bread and wine is the memorial ordinance which the church is commanded to observe in remembrance of the death of our lord and savior jesus christ so read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 24 to 25 as confirmation. So by this new covenant, therefore, not only are we redeemed out of the kingdom of darkness, in addition, we are now translated into the kingdom of his dear son, which can be confirmed by reading Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 where we now enjoy the sonship of God and joint heirship with Christ Jesus. Confirmation can be read in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, and Galatians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7. So a status which the old covenant could not give. So, based on what was just said, and the doctrinal reasons given, we can now conclude and say, therefore, it was necessary, even imperative, that God replace his holy, just, and good law of Romans chapter 7, verse 7 and verse 12 by his superior covenant of the gospel of the kingdom and Matthew chapter 11, verse 13, and Luke chapter 16, verse 16, surely confirms this doctrinal fact. So brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again. Please remember that Jesus Christ will be returning soon. Prepare yourselves for his return. And please read your Bibles for yourselves. This is the end of my segments. God bless.